I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, March 1st, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pal's seven and a half hours is the length of a bus ride for WestJet customers whose flight from Calgary to Regina was canceled. Now, right before the check-in, the airline said they'd be traveling by road instead. What a rough go for these passengers. Look, I get the weather is bad, but if the weather's bad in the air, it can't be much safer to travel on the roads. And so, Peak Pal's, I'm asking you, what was your worst airline experience? Tell us on Twitter. Mine was when my flight to Australia was delayed for six hours. And then at about 2 a.m., it was just canceled, meaning that I had no other option but to sleep on the Vancouver airport floor until we took off again at 10.30 a.m. Not something I love to remember, but modern travel, hey, that's what it is. But forget about your worst travel experience because we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, reward programs are less rewarding than they were before. For our second story, human stem cells powering computers. And for our last story, it's provincial budget season. For our first story, we have some terrible, no good news. Rewards programs are getting less rewarding. Here's what you can expect to pay now in points, stars, or whatever loyalty rewards program you desire. So brands are making customers pay up more loyalty points to get free drinks and snacks at Starbucks. Customers now have to earn 100 stars to get a free coffee or baked good up from 50. And Tim Hortons, a box of Timbits that used to cost 140 points, that's now shot up to 800 points. And changes to Tim Hortons rewards program mean that it now costs about $40 to get a reward that used to amount to $15 in spending. And it matters because from Chipotle to Canada's favorite coffee chain, being a loyal customer is getting more expensive. And while regulars may grumble, businesses know that they still have money to spend while placing the blame of these rising points costs solely on inflation. Starbucks said the hikes are necessary to preserve its rewards program, suggesting it's no longer feasible to give out free drinks and snacks like the company used to. Chipotle's reward membership did grow 20% last year, however, despite two hikes in the number of redemption points needed for a free burrito. And here's the bottom line. Businesses look to rewards programs to hack customers' brains and to drive up spending. Since 1930s, researchers have observed that the closer we are to getting a reward, the faster we'll work to achieve it. And that's why the time between each visit to a shop gets shorter as customers get closer closer to their free coffee or snack. But for most, the basic psychology will still apply. Even if Starbucks asks them to put in a little bit more extra effort, they're still going to be willing to pay that 100 stars. For our second story, a new paper in Frontiers in Science details one research group's case for organoid intelligence. Now, this is the practice of using tiny clumps of human stem cells to power computers. What happened? That's what you might be asking. And yes, you did hear that right. So brain organoids, also dubbed as quote-unquote mini-brains, are 3D pieces of stem cells modified by scientists that mimic the basic structure and function of the brain, which the paper's authors believe could be used to supercharge computers. Now, this is closer to the matrix than any science fair project that I've seen. But Building organoid-powered computers would mean creating networks of mini-brains that are trained using machine learning methods to send and receive information via connected sensors. And this is all happening because computers are great at processing simple information like sets of numbers, but human brains, what we've got, they're way better for dealing with complex or incomplete data. They're also way better at storing information. One brain can hold an estimated 2,500 terabytes of data. Can't get a flash drive that big, roughly equal to your laptop storing 3 million hours of TV shows. That's a lot of TV. Honestly, my brain, my 2,500 terabytes is probably mostly TV shows too. Now, if researchers can make a computer that functions like a brain, the storage capacity and processing capabilities could solve problems beyond the realm of current possibility while consuming even less energy and providing new insights into how our own brains work. But 
One critic told the FT that, quote, this is very much a science fiction update, and while intriguing, the science just isn't there yet. And this is without bringing up ethical questions around whether lab-grown brains are conscious, so don't expect to be firing up an eye brain anytime soon. For our third story, provincial budget season is in full swing after Alberta and BC unveiled their hashtag spending goals. In case you weren't watching with popcorn in hand like we were, here is the lowdown. So with a $12.3 billion surplus in tow, thanks to a record-breaking haul from oil and gas, Alberta put together a campaign-style budget to win over voters in its upcoming provincial election, mostly focusing on healthcare and education investments. Meanwhile, despite economists projecting growth to slow down to 0.4% for 2023, BC is using its $5.7 billion surplus to continue shoveling money into healthcare, housing, and affordability measures in tandem with initiatives like a new tax credit and cancer program. And for the big picture, these new budgets honed in on fixing up each province's specific problem areas for their benefit of current residents and the prospect of luring newcomers. Now, while Alberta may have been the most vocal about it, they are calling after all, and they're calling for you to go to move there. Every province is fighting for skilled labor amid a nationwide crunch, including BC, which has resorted to hiring a record number of foreign temporary workers. And to zoom out from all of this, momentum is already on their side. Ontario job seekers are increasingly seeking positions in other provinces per Indeed, with Alberta and BC actually both leading the way. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Peak Pals, have a great March and we will catch you tomorrow. Shut